Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Certainly for the NBA season, everybody's thankful that we made it to the end. Yes. Right? As we're here in Southern California, as I said, those unawares, uh, there's been some changes in terms of mask mandates. If you're in L.A. County, different counties uh, across California coming on board with that. Some others not. So we still have that in our midst or amid rising uh, COVID cases. So there's a little bit of anxiousness in terms of large scale events. Yep. Right. You're talking about the state fair. 
uh, kind of going on. You've got the idea of concerts and they had to make some changes as to how they're administering things. If you go to the concourses at Dodger Stadium, you know, more folks, as, as many as they can hire to kind of direct traffic and get folks in. But, you know, we're hitting the concert season and a lot of, you know, your big bands are, are coming back in a, yep. in a big way and trying to capture some of the cash off failed ventures the last year and a half. And and right now there's that level of anxiousness creeping in, at least in, in the state nationwide. It's going to vary uh, where you are, but certainly for each season, there's just that whew, we did it. And for the NBA, they finished too. Folks will still criticize the bubble and they'll criticize this one. In the end, we crown champions. We got yeah. to an end. You may not have liked the way it looked. You may take exception to it. I, I say y'all just need to look in the mirror, find someone to hug you or or maybe hug yourself and just recognize that you still were treated to a, it wasn't the same, but we still got to our end. And I, and I think that's being lost in a lot of this process, a lot of crying over this guy got hurt, this guy didn't get enough rest, whatever else. Like, you're professionals. The schedule says go to work. You agreed to it as a union. So all the back end belly aching to me, Ryan, made no sense. You got they, they could have held out. Yeah. They could have played, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll keep, stay out here until we really get a, an agreement that we like. But everybody decided they want to capture as much of that bag this year as they, they could, which meant... You know, there were some concessions to be made. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I, I admit, as a former NBA player, like, we, we complain. You know, we do. We're we're fickle. We want we want to feel like we're kings and we step on Special, the court. We absolutely. Do. We, we wanna, and we're treated specially, you know, by family members and stuff. So I get it and I understand it. Um, and as a player, you want something to drive you. And if you don't play well, you know, the NBA, just professional sports in general, it's a game of inches. You know, you're literally playing against the world's best. So if you felt like you woke up on the wrong side of bed or, you know, your favorite song didn't play before, you know, before the game, you're looking for anything to mentally psych yourself out because an NBA season, a professional season is so taxing. And for these guys, it's not just the... It's not the physical, it's the mental side where these guys got wore down. You well, know? and that's the big thing out of the bubble, right? We yes. talked about it a lot last year. I know you joined us and we talked about it. As, as much as the, the physical being in the bubble was an issue, it's about keeping your mind right, right? It's, I mean, how many movies, yeah. oh, all of yeah. you out there, wherever you are in America and globally, how, how many movies about prison have you watched? Or TV shows about prison? What's the problem? The psychological part. Psychological. And, and likewise, even though you're still being pampered at a resort, you're restricted. And you're not used to being restricted from the time you're playing AAU ball, let alone as a professional. Look, man, I'll, I'll say this. A lot of people don't have sympathy for a guy making millions of dollars who can seemingly do whatever he want. But sometimes those millions of dollars can seem like a jail cell. You can seem prisoned. And I know a lot of us would love to switch shoes and, and, and step into a, a million-dollar prison, but unfortunately, as humans, we don't appreciate what we have. And as an athlete, you can't always associate with certain people. You know, your life is limited. You know, everyone around you now can be trying to take advantage of you. You don't know who to trust, who not mm -hmm. to trust. And, you know, you're a young guy that doesn't have a, a family around you. And it's and it's it's kind of tough because your life is so irregular that you've got to create everyone else around you. Their life becomes irregular. You know, my wife had to pick up and travel and move kids 
two, two, potentially times. three yes. times in a, in a year, you know, where it's nice. Okay, yeah, you can go out and you can buy whatever meal you want. And forgive me, I'm not trying to seem like I'm complaining. I'll take those those inconveniences over well, again. But there, but there still is a balance sheet that you're working to. There's a real. I'll give you this. So, you know, I talked about it yesterday. You know, my wife for a while just thought that I was just like going out and playing a game. You know, I'm doing what I want to do. No difference than her going to the mall or getting her nails done. I'm playing basketball for a living, right? My wife came on one road trip in which the game finished. We got into our city. We li- we're leaving around 1 a.m. We're getting in 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm getting up at 9 a.m. going to a shoot around. Then after the shoot around, I grab something to eat, waking up early the next morning, going to shoot around again or practice, then taking a short nap, then going to the game, getting out at 11, getting on another plane, going to another. Sheila said, you know, I got to apologize. This is work. Here's my itinerary. <laughs> this is a lot. You're good. Well, but that's what I've always said about this job. I mean, I don't want to watch necessarily every down <laughs> of some of these NFL teams and college squads. And certainly there are a number of NBA teams. If you wanted to start talking about oh, contraction man. other than the dollars and cents, sign me up. I'll get on board and we can make everybody a super team and <laughs> and we'll have best on best all the time. I'm looking at you, Sacramento Kings. But oh, the oh. Someone's got to be called out. Hey, hey, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, Vivek. It's no disrespect to to the people that work there. It's just if we're going to, you got to name a name if you're going to do that, right? So I picked the lowest hanging fruit. I'm okay. sorry. I could if Jason was in the chair, I would have said the Knicks. You could have. That's what I said. I was going to say just just to upset him. But he's not here. He's not here to try to weakly defend himself. I feel like is Jason a a listener? No. Like when he's gone, he's he's. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And neither am I. So we, if I'm okay. out, I'm out. You're out. So look, man, folks ask me all the time, "What did you think of what these guys said?" So Mike, if I so if like I, I, during the day, like every day, yeah, I will yeah. get a text. Like, did you hear what this guy said? I'm like, no. So I'm out on a soccer field with my kid, or we're watching a movie, whatever. I have no idea. So Mike, if I come on and I just slander and I just have the just the Mike slander fest, you won't know unless one of the guys texts me or I start getting tweets about it. Nope. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like, when I do first take, Stephen A., he'd watch a lot. He'd watch a lot. He'd do he, – he wouldn't miss a beat. He wouldn't miss a beat. He, he, well, everybody's different about their, you know. He was here for a while. I appeared on his show a couple of times. And then suddenly the call stopped. Guys don't like being uh, Uh-oh. beaten up in arguments. You know? sometimes, sometimes the call stops. Hey, the man doesn't know football. We've proven that time and time again. <laughs> and while he was here, he brought me on ostensibly to do, let's talk some fantasy football and rankings and whatever. And then he tried to argue. Didn't work out so well. He got in your wheelhouse. Didn't he? got in your he, wheelhouse. Stay at like, the wheelhouse. That's your wheelhouse, huh? And then, uh, well, they didn't call me anymore after a couple of weeks. <laughs> and that's fine. That's the, that's the way it goes. It's, it's not slandering him. I'd, I'd say it to his face. Yeah, I, no, I know he, you he'd, he'd remember it. It's I a good know. decade plus ago. But, you know, it, but yeah, I, I don't need to know what everybody's doing. I'm assuming everybody's coming in and doing a professional I job while I'm off. I wouldn't you, by the way. And if I you did, you it. did. No. I'd be curious not, no. as to where, where you tried to come at me. No, not Because, look, guy. we say a lot of crazy things on the show. So, Do you? Oh, I don't think you're. Well, J- Jason I think you're. Does. You and Jason, I, I, I'm, I'm more the. <laughs> no, you and Jason. I have to keep it on the rails. To me, you guys are fun. There's well, a I difference between that. fun and crazy. I've seen crazy. I think you're fun. There's a difference. 
Well, I appreciate that. We have our we have our moments, and and certainly, uh, anytime I call out what I call hot take nonsense in our business, folks go, "Dude, you work with Jason." <laughs> the Steph Curry uh, fun, man. system quarterback thing will live with us forever okay. and ever and ever. And we got to think about odds later on in the NBA, right? A lot of expected movement, and that's kind of where you go. And you also have to hedge your bets as you're trying to entice folks to gamble both sides of a, a betting line. And that's what it does, folks. That's what you need to do. Uh, but we're going to talk a lot about the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the next steps celebrating how his next day was. We just went through the day in a life uh, of an NBA player. And and really quick, we got John Paul Morosi coming up in a couple minutes. Let me ask, when a season ended, what's the first thing you did? For me, I just kind of sat around in bed, man. Like, there's a feeling where, you know, 6 or 7 a.m. hits, and you don't got to go nowhere. You don't have to go anywhere. Sometimes, sometimes it was a week or two. I just sat in bed, man. And what'd you watch? Anywhere. What was the go-to? <sighs> Probably playing between playing, just playing video games. Playing video games. I kind of you know when you lose in the playoffs, and we might want to talk about this later. I'll, I'll touch on this later. Well, we have to. I mean, we're talking about Chris Paul a bunch. Well, we have to talk I'll about losing this. in the playoffs. I'll say my this. Guy. When you lose in the playoffs, you don't want to watch the playoffs. I understand. You don't want to have nothing to do with it for the most part. See, it's like taking a night off from doing your radio show. And you you see where I'm going with this. A certain LeBron James decided to show up, and it kind of hit me today. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, I, I, got, don't, I, I got ripped all over the place for my take on that Sunday. Really? When, when LeVar and I were together. Uh, and I reiterated it on Monday night. More folks angry with me, and that's fine. What'd you say? We'll talk about that <laughs> as we go on here. Ryan Hollins in for Jason Smith tonight oh at the Ryan Hollins on Twitter is where you find him. Uh, the Opinionated Seven Footers podcast with Brendan Haywood. Uh, you find me at Swollen Dome. We're going to join be joined in a few minutes here by John Palmerosi talking all things Major League Baseball. And we release the Kraken. It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast. NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're going to go out on the hotline. Our buddy, Lakers beat writer, NBA insider. You hear him each and every week on the show, writer for the LA Times. He is live from the Olympics in Japan. At Dan Wojcicki Sports is where you find him. We've got to ask the question that's been, well, it's it's a burning topic here back in the States. How comfortable is your cardboard bed? <laughs> it is, uh, it is, my room is very chaste right now no uh i i i I will say um thankfully we don't have a cardboard bed i just have a lovely like twin a nice a a nice cozy twin bed uh made mostly out of bricks (laughs) it's good there you (laughs) go get that rigidity going get that spine aligned yeah that's right one one pillow too did you pack one with you did you have a neck pillow you can at least stack for yourself I did stack a neck pillow. I've got. I may be making an order um, to get just to get a uh, a nice pillow. Uh, I don't not necessarily. You, you know, it's 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 a tricky thing. You don't want to just get a pillow and then you leave it there. You confuse everybody. It's it's a weird. It feels a little wasteful. And I'm not going to travel back with sure. a, like a queen size pillow. I'm not an amateur, right? So I might just suck it up. But it's uh, guys. I got to tell you, it's uh, it's weird being here. These yeah. are weird Olympics. These are uh, everywhere you go. You're reminded that I'm here to cover the Tokyo 2020 games, and it's not 2020. And that is <laughs> that, that <laughs> that's is just weird the, in and of itself. Yes, that's that's just where the strange starts. So I saw your tweet about your flight and how few people were on it, and that seems to yeah. have been corroborated by other people flying from Atlanta and other points to cover the games. Uh, can you describe the the process just of 
getting on that flight, getting off and getting yourself settled in country uh, as you got ready to cover the games? Yeah, Mike, it was crazy. So um, to, to before you could get on the plane, right, like you had a sort of a bevy of paperwork that you needed to fill out. You had um, to take a couple COVID tests and make sure that the format on the COVID tests was correct, that the format of um, the test itself was correct. My paperwork was actually incorrect when I arrived at the airport, which was like a stressful uh, hour and a half getting that fixed before I could even get a boarding pass. But then once you got on the plane, um, it was uh, as pleasant of a flying experience as I think I've ever had. Like I, I wrote this in our newsletter today. I, I think I, I was the first, uh, first American to win a golden rowing. And that's the sport I've invented in which you sit on a plane with nobody and either the your row or the row next to you. It was, um, you, you know, it was great. I was very, I, I, I was Ryan Hollins-esque, sprawled out, you, you know, and, and uh, plenty of room and, and got a little sleep, had some food. But, but it, it is weird. Like, you know, like, guys, like, I'm talking to you right now from the future, right? Like, it's yeah. Thursday here. It's like, what, 125 or something in the afternoon? Yeah. I'm weird. Get, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to eat a late lunch here from the future. Marty, you have to go back. Get your kids. Uh, well, no, maybe it, I could get it, some uh, Chicago pizza delivered on dry ice quickly. Yeah, it might take a minute to get here. I Probably. Think. But but yeah, uh, but no, it, it's uh, it is. You, you know, you do get the sense that it is. I mean, look, being in the main press center, like it does not feel poorly attended. Um, there are a lot of people here. Um, a lot of journalists, a lot of athletes, certainly, um, will get a sense. It's it's definitely a calm before the storm right now. We'll see what what things are here come Friday and come Saturday. We'll see if anybody else has made jokes about the some horrible, terrific event and they have to get removed from stuff, um, like what happened today. I mean, like the, the the opening ceremonies here in Japan have already lost their their director and their composer due to controversies. Um, we're like off to a rip-roaring start here for, for my first Olympiad. Hey, Dan, I, I know you really don't want to answer this question or even think about it as, as thanks you're for, there. Thanks, thanks for asking, Ryan. You know where I'm going That's, with it. You know where I'm going. How realistic is it now that you're there, the fear of the Olympics being canceled or postponed? Um, what would that look like? Um, do you feel comfortable? You talked about the rigorous uh, kind of – paperwork and testing just to get on the plane uh do you think that could be a reality from the things you've seen and heard since you're there i mean i think it would have to be a catastrophe like like a major major catastrophe because it does already seem sort of like um that everybody's sort of committed to driving directly into this storm you know that like turning around doesn't really feel like a like a an option that it's like well like i've had 15 beers i might as well have 16 like it does sort of feel like that line of thinking a little bit as we as we sort of just plow ahead and just you know hope for the best is sort of the overall sense I get Ryan but like look I I, I think if, if I mean if you start seeing athletes end up in the hospital um, with COVID right for instance or something like that or or some sort of massive sort of super spreader type type of a thing uh, yeah I mean it, it it certainly doesn't feel like something like where I could tell you with a hundred percent confidence that. You know, I'm going to get on a plane to leave here in three weeks, and I'll have covered uh, uh, an Olympics that saw every event played. Uh, I don't know that. I don't. That that doesn't. That nothing that we've seen in, in sports, at least in America, and certainly maybe even in a global scale, would suggest that. I mean, there might be postponements, there might be cancellations. We've already seen high high profile athletes, people like Coco Golf, um, Bradley Beal, um, 
you, you know, have had to pull up because of positive tests. I, I, you know, we'll see how that continues. I mean, it's certainly, I'll say this, as a, as a veteran of bubbles, right, yes. this will be bubble number two for me. Um, this is much less secure than the NBA bubble. Like, this has more holes in it, certainly. This is like a wiffle ball. Yeah, I guess on some <laughs> level, it, it still gets back to, Dan, the, the idea of, you know, money ruling mm-hmm. ruling the world. And, I mean, conservative estimates, and we're looking at, what, $25, $30 billion all put in yeah. and, and everything. So, you know, folks will go headlong into that storm. Kind of like the perfect storm, George Clooney. Uh, get a Clooney in, movie in while we're at it. Because uh, nice. the uh, payoff could be large. Yeah, no, um, I'm, I was trying to think of a way to make a Siriana reference. It seems weird. Oh, that, wow, um, no, but, that would be well, a little left turn. Probably fewer yeah. viewers on that one. Con, conf, confessions of a Dangerous Mind. A Clooney directed film. I think he briefly cameos in that. Um, That's true. No, but I think, yeah, um, no, I think you're right. I mean, I, it, it does, obviously, like, it's a financial driven thing. I will say this, and, and I think Ryan can speak to this, that, I mean, look, man, if, if you're somebody and it's not, like, basketball players, like, have the NBA. You know what I mean? Like track and field athletes, like have. I mean, like there are other international competitions and stuff like this, but like for so many people here, like this is kind of it, right? Like this is what you you you've done everything just to get here. And I will say, like I did have a, a, a nice moment at the airport um, as I was walking from one of my checkpoint stations to another, and, and you know you don't really see anybody. I think there's a couple members of a, of a Canadian national team where I was kind of following them. And all of a sudden, you, you see people from all these other countries kind of start to make their way back towards another checkpoint. And it's like, oh, like the Albanian water polo team is here. There's someone from Belarus. There's someone from Brazil. There's someone from Nigeria. And, and all of a sudden, like, you do get a sense of sort of like like the, the size of the globe in a way that maybe I don't think I've ever really truly felt before. Like, guys, you know me. I, I'm a... <laughs> I'm nothing if not self-important. And like, it is, <laughs> it is a nice reminder. It is a nice reminder how, like how you're just like a tiny little speck and sort of like the sort of like global economy of sport when, when you're here and you're seeing so many people who have stakes in it um, from, from literally all corners of the world. And, and you do get a little, you do get a sense of that. And, and like the nostalgist in me and like, maybe like the, the optimist in me sees that and says, like, you know, maybe it is important to do stuff like this, despite all the corruption, despite all of the other stuff that happens. Like, there is something just sort of inherently cool about bringing people from everywhere to try and compete. Yeah, what, what amazing and, and well put there. What's been the look in the athletes' faces? You know, what's the vibe? Is it is it concerned? Is it kind of quarantine is it is, is it don't touch me yeah. you know, here, here in the states obviously you saw dan we're we're opening up you know the couple people you know not wearing masks and a couple people still wearing masks but is it like hey you know what we're staying safe you know get away from me or is it just the the glow and the excitement as you just spoke about of being there what's the vibe like from the different countries and teams and are, are they all different little bit of both talk to me yeah, I mean, well, we haven't really seen anybody yet, Ryan, right? Like, so, I mean, like, you know, we've been kind of kept in our sort of separate bubble. Teams are being kept in their sort of separate bubble. From what I've seen, like, you know, in videos and, and interviews people I've talked to, like, there is an excitement to compete, for sure. But, but look, it's very real. Um, you know, you can work incredibly hard for something, and you can get close to the finish line, and you can test positive. A, a United States Beach volleyball player, uh, you, you know, the sort of the latest person that's happened to a British shooter, um, who was one of like the um, one of the favorites 
and one of and one of the shooting events for gold um, tested positive, you know, and this is after a lifetime of work. And so I do think there is it, it's it's fear isn't maybe the right word. Um, it's more not fear of necessarily getting sick and dying. Um, I'm sure there's some of that in some people, but I think it's more like fear that like, you know, every day when you spit into a vial, which is what we're doing. Um, daily. You know what I mean? One, doing that daily. One point, I'm three days in a row and then once every four days. Wow. Uh, 1.5 milliliters of saliva, by the way. More than, more than it sounds. Um, you know, when, when you're doing that, uh, you know, if you get a negative result, like all that work will fall apart. You know, and, and I think that like there's a healthy fear of that. Well, hell, even as a as a media member, I mean, you describe the ordeal to get on your plane and get there. Sure. I mean, how, how trepidatious are you as you go to uh, put the saliva in the cup? <laughs> I mean, all, uh, all, all the time. Well, I mean, look, it's yeah, it's, I, it's a benefit, I, I get it, Mike. And, and there's love. I mean, obviously, you got assigned to one of the big global events. Right, yeah. which means it's your accomplishments again. You know, bowing to your self-importance and, and how you. much I love you. you. Uh, these th- are my Olympics. I agree. Th- these are your Olympics as well. Covering it for the great city of Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. and wondering if something's gone awry in just getting your lunch. Yeah, I mean, all you. I mean, all you can do is trust. You know, you trust. Some trust other the process. Like the mask wearing it. You trust the process and you trust the vaccine, right? Like, I mean, for me, like I've been vaccinated for a while um, and you just hope it holds. Um, you know, I mean, I was definitely in Phoenix, like in a crowd where it's uh, that was no one was wearing masks. Everyone was screaming and shouting, you know, during the NBA, the early days of the NBA finals, back when the, the Suns were a juggernaut, um, you, you know, like, and all you can do in those situations is you just hope like you'll be okay. You've done what you can do. And I think that's sort of my process with this is like, I've done what I can do. Um, you try to avoid unnecessary risk when you can, but like, look, man, like I'm still on a, I was on a super packed bus today. You know what I mean? Like where I was on a bus where we were with, with, you know, people shoulder to shoulder going from one step from a transportation hub to the press center. And like, it's just like, that has to happen um, to make this work. We'll see as the games get going and as you get into a better rhythm, sort of like how how that part of it plays out. Like right now, I mean, it does sort of just feel like like I'm pretty much going to the office. I'm working. I'm planning and getting ready for, you know, what should be a, a pretty interesting challenge for Team USA's sort of three basketball teams out of here. The the two the two five by five team five by five. Oh my gosh, listen to me. I'm, I'm such a FIBA internationalist right now. <laughs> um, but to the men's, the women's team, and, and the women's three-on-three uh, three team, which uh, which debuts this weekend. Dan, Dan you made up a, a a really good point. Is that as far as American basketball, the the five by five, as you That's say, right. either that or you're uh, thinking about your in and out order. But we, keep going. We've got the <laughs> we our guys have the NBA um, from yep. everyone that you've spoken to and kind of the. You know the the I guess the league executives or former players. Is there a feel that our guys 
are almost hassled or burdened by being there because, listen, this is back-to-back. You know, we we got three guys coming straight from the NBA Finals to compete. Sure. Um, Is there a vibe kind of like, man, this is – like for me, when I was going at the Pan American, it was like, dude, this is hard work. This is a long time. Like, do I want to spend my summers like this? Is there a vibe Mm -hmm. that our guys aren't really, you know, sold in and maybe like a McGee and a Keldon Johnson are just going to be excited to be in the building? What's the vibe with American basketball? I mean, I think, Ryan, that, you know, you touched on it. I, I, look, I, I think that this is different. Like, nobody, generally speaking, right, like the world the world competitions um, that happen every two years, which U.S., um, you know, really struggled in uh, the last time it happened. I think it was 2019. Um, you, you know, those teams are generally younger and they're, they're, they're a little more less experienced. And that's sort of more of a trial balloon for, for what comes two years later with the Olympics when you get, like, the A-list guys because – like the, the Olympic experience itself is, is such an enjoyable one. You're in the village. Like you can, you know, people, people always talk about like dining room meetings between like, you know, Leo Messi and Kobe Bryant and stuff like that. Like this is where you see that type of stuff. This year is totally different. You don't see that stuff even a little bit. So I do think there is less enthusiasm just in general. This is again, more of just competition based. It's probably why the roster is what it is. Um, we'll see kind of, I think once games get started, I, guys, I kind of think it'll be a little bit like the NBA bubble in the sense that like, I think it'll be more chaotic. I think we'll see bigger swings. I think we'll see some surprising teams and surprising things happen because so much of this is going to be about how much you handle sort of the isolation, how much of this you handle the, the time away from people. Now, look, it's not, this isn't a hundred days, right? It's a couple weeks. Um, which you know, which teams do all the time during the season, but you know, it is like you're in a country where you can't go see anything, like literally, right? Like you're not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the, the the mental challenge on this is to me is what what is such an X factor, and, and I think it'll be really interesting to see how not just basketball, but how this plays out across all sports. I mean, we saw what happened, you know, I say last night, I guess it was this morning uh, for. Um, I'm so confused. It's okay. It's Giannis and his 50, 14, and 5, and then his 50-piece order at Chick-fil-A. That's right. I was going to say, we saw what happened with the the women's soccer team. Oh, that too, Um, yeah. Yeah, and Sweden's very good. Um, But, you know, you come out, you're a little flat, and, you know, the favorites in that that competition lose 3-0 in the first game. I will say, hunting for an illegal stream to watch Giannis um, when that title was, was was a nice adventure in itself. And uh, I also meddled in that competition, too. Very proud of myself. I figured there's a <laughs> oh, column gosh. to come and, and more uh, conversation uh, as well uh, as we get ready for a big offseason in the draft. Dan, thanks for taking a few minutes of your afternoon with us. Uh, good luck finding something good to eat and uh, enjoy Absolutely. the competition. We'll, we'll talk to you as this uh, starts to unfold. All right, guys, be good. Have a good night. And as I would say, good afternoon. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Bro. Dan Wojcicki, our guy, live from Japan, covering the Olympic Games at Dan Wojcicki Sports. You can read it uh, uh, on the pages of the LA Times, latimes.com, and they do a newsletter that he puts out uh, with all the ins and outs. Uh, So much more. I have another 37 questions. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I broke my leg playing basketball in high school and almost lost it. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh, I went up for a shot and I got kind of bumped and I tried to land and I landed straight leg and it just shattered. Oh, gosh. Right around the knee and swelled 
to some 20 times its size. So they feared nerve damage in the whole nine yards. So it was keep wiggling your toes because, you know, they we're creating an emergency situation potentially. And so it was, uh, it was in October and there were a bunch of horror movies on and they're like, you need, what you need anything is like, well, it's now it's as good a time as any, if I got to stay up, but I, I don't want to drink a bunch of Coke or, or, or any, or Pepsi or whatever. It's like, uh, could I have a cup of coffee? Tried it. And well, that's been basically hooked me to an IV ever since. So you feel like you could have been taller. Well, I don't know. There's not a lot of height in my family. Have you grown but if I, but if since I, then? No. Since I, you I, started I, taking actually, coffee, yeah, you haven't I, grown? I had actually had not grown, I don't even think, before that. Like, I think it, wow. I got to 12, maybe 13. Because here, here's your wow. here's your moment uh, of truth. Like, I, I played like everybody did. We went seasons, right? So baseball, basketball, football, Chicago, Catholic League, whatever. Played some nose tackle, some linebacker, offensive tackle, like, but whatever. You had people asking, hey, you know, for your entrance exam, where are you going to take it? All of those kind of things, right? And called every night at dinner time, whatever, because I think they were thinking if I could grow another three or four inches, wow, maybe I could play some linebacker or something. I didn't grow. Huh? So end of grade school, I, I'm as tall as I was then. Wow. Unfortunately, and I didn't get my dad's foot speed or his jump shot. So uh, here I am. <laughs> As I raise another cup of coffee to y'all here, wherever you may be here across oh, our, our great Fox Sports radio family. Name, image, likeness, Ryan. When I say those words to you, uh, do you get excited? Do you get nervous? What What do you think about this uh, from a global scale and we'll get down into some granular in a moment but i i say those things to you what what's the first that goes through your head i get angry the reason i get angry when i hear name image likeness is because you start to realize how much money these kids should have been making how much money they've been worth when you're seeing guys getting in the millions and you're starting to realize that they had been held back for no reason at all, other than greed, not just to say we won't pay you NCAA, but somebody else can't pay you. That is absolutely criminal in my opinion. And now you're really, really seeing your worth. Well, I would I would argue to not to dismiss it, but the opportunities I think are greater than they were even a decade ago. Not to say you weren't going to be able to hold a big bag if you were the star, Here, insert QB, absolutely big star, basketball, there, whatever, but the opportunities far. to get on board via social yeah. media and what the internet's become in terms of that transactional marketplace I think is different. Here's the deal. Everyone around you is a professional. Strength coach has a professional salary. Mm-hmm. Your coach definitely has a professional salary. They held a professional standards. Heck, your wins and losses determine his job opportunities. Absolutely. But you're not compensated for them, and nobody else can compensate you for you. Can compensate you for it. Some of these kids will never be pros, maybe not major pros, but guess what? They are the man or the woman at their school, their respective schools. Well, and and that's where I guess the the side argument gets in and i know doug gottlieb on our our network 
I, I, I don't want to speak for Doug on the entirety of the, the thing uh, and the discussion of NIL and payment of athletes. We always discount what that scholarship is worth when we have these conversations because it becomes the, the athlete gets nothing. It's like, well, no. As someone who borrowed full freight, a little bit of parental contribution and my work-study job and whatever else, like there, there's a value to be had. Do you get the same flow to your schedule necessarily? No. But you have access to Myriad as an athlete, training table and tutors and other things that I would probably have to pay out of pocket for or go, you know, trade favors and help and hours of, yeah, I'll move you uh, in it, you know, to help me in a class or whatever. So, I mean, there is compensation, even if it wasn't dollars lining your pocket. I think that it's not for everybody. And I, when I, when I hear that, I really question the integrity of the schools because if you have a, a guy who can, you know, run a four three and bench two twenty five, you know, forty times, they're gonna work with the guy who has struggling grades. Sure. It's the Stanford's and the schools like that that are gonna say, nah, man, if you you ain't three five plus and you know whatever SAT, like we're not bringing you in. Go we're cats. not making cuts. We're not making those cuts. You you see what I'm saying? So. The schools are hypocritical because they don't value the education at the same way, and they just want you to play ball because that equals money. But I do agree there is a value of a scholarship. And opportunity. I mean, if, if you there want are. to take advantage of it. If you want and, to. And, and, I, and I think that's a big part. And that this is where the split is, right? Because I've always argued that the, the, the deal between the NCAA and NFL of three years removed from high school is nonsense. If a team... You, Stop protecting them from themselves. If they want to bring a guy in as developmental project, yep. you know, hey, we we see, and it's probably going to take a year or two for you to fully develop. We want to draft you, so we've got you. Why you can't do that? But certainly, when the case for college basketball players, as it stood out, now you could go to Europe all this time for the year if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But how many of us were going to go run around Europe at seventeen years old without our family? Yep, and. In a number of those cases of leagues, you guys can read about it uh, at your leisure. Google it all you want. A lot of guys never actually get the paychecks they're promised, depending on the league that they end up in. You're right about that. That's a whole other. Some of them get fat. I mean, I knew guys from Northwestern who, because of their height, they were a commodity. Were were they skilled big men? We could fight about it a little bit. Uh, But... They had everything paid for. They did quite well for themselves and, and had had a grand old time. But the point is that you still have that year. So the commitment on the education side to be eligible for your one season might not be there. Now, the, the door is always open. It's never been easier to actually get a degree if you were so inclined to go back and do it. Right? I can get one well, now while we do this show in well, my Check underpants. this, Mike. So, like, let's say um. I know I'm not good. I'm a scholared athlete at UCLA, per se, right? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not going to be a pro. So I said, you know what, man? I'm at this fine institution. Let me get the most out of it. Let me go to the business school. Let me go to the, you know, the medical school, you know, UCLA School of Medicine. I want to do that so that I can get the most bang out of my buck and set myself up to make athlete money, even though I don't think I have a career in athletics. That does not mix in with your athletic obligation. 
athletic obligation in which saying that you have to make it to practice, you have to play in games. You can't go to that UCLA school of business. They are not making exceptions so that the athletes can do so. I played with Jordan Farmar, who wanted to join the school of business, couldn't do it. Josh Rosen, who was quite vocal as far as, you know, being a student athlete and saying, man, you, you guys are pulling us in between. I can't be the best student I can be, and I nor can I be the best athlete I can be because I'm not in the gym 24-7. I got papers to write, so make up your mind, NCAA. Well, because that's that's part of the evolution of this, right? Nick Saban uh, talked about it in SEC media days. We'll get his quote and something else he revealed about his soon-to-be starting quarterback Mm. and the dollars and cents. Yeah, we'll make sense of it in a minute. Ryan Allen's in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. And I mentioned Kofi Coburn, one of the many. Mm -hmm. He went out of the transfer protocol and in the portal. And all of these other guys who've withdrawn their name, I think the count was reaching triple digits at last I saw uh, of early entrance because NIL opens the door, right? Mm -hmm. Juzang coming back to UCLA is, what's my draft grade? Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm 38th? Hey, that's second round. I'm guaranteed nothing. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm back. And how many other guys did the same math going, all right, I'm not guaranteed an N- NBA contract. I don't want to go overseas. I don't quite buy what you're selling in these other fledgling leagues here and what you're trying to offer me. So I can go back to UCLA, get whatever more coursework in on my degree, and I can go make money off NIL, particularly look at UCLA in, in Hollywood. Come on. He's likely going to make more at UCLA than he would for sure in a rookie year, right? Because he would probably not have a guaranteed contract. And even if he did at the back, even if he went in the back end of the first, it's guaranteed. But what is it? A million, million well, one or something th- like that? Think about being a man. You're going Aaron Donald Rams, LeBron James, Lakers, Kawhi Leonard Clippers, Johnny Juzang Bruins. If, I, if I'm an advertiser, and let alone, like, I want a, a college demographic, I can push these guys now. No, I can that, sell but, them. But, that, but that's the point. It's like there, there's money to be had. We talk about, uh, and I wanted to just pay this off, uh, Nick Saban talking about how much you're, you're looking at is incoming quarterback Bryce Young approaching a million dollars in endorsement deals. And here was his quote talking about NIL, because there are going to be some unintended consequences to these things as there always are you don't know how it'll affect things the question is because it won't be equal everything we've done in the past has been equal equal scholarships and so how this will impact your team i can't answer because we don't have any precedent i mean guys get treated right guys get get treated well and, and we're not naive right some folks are getting some benefits and then it's just how do you stay off the ncaa's radar so they don't come back on you. Insert Reggie Bush and whatever else, and the long-standing ramifications of things there. But we we don't know, you know, for the teammates, right? And we've seen uh, some players say, "All right, this is going to be split equally. Everybody's going to get a taste of our success and what I'm able to get, which is great." But that's not everywhere. And suddenly, guys rolling up in, you know, his eighty thousand dollar car that he did you know, two hours of autographs and handshakes and the rest of the guys aren't getting that. So I, you, there's going to be some locker room stuff that's going to have to be hashed out. You're going to have to, I mean, it means a lot more jobs because you're going to have to have people in those locker rooms. And to your point earlier, now's the opportunity to bridge back into the 
academics, right? Because college bag- basketball will be better this year because all those guys oh, came yeah. back. Oh, yeah. But it's also the opportunity for all these schools to go back and look at your curriculum. All right, how do we tailor this? Not only that you can profit, but you can learn about how to keep this going and what's happening with your business. So now you have a, a certification or a degree or something that you build in to the athletic programs themselves. Yeah, you know, there, there's going to be a responsibility for these kids to be eligible to play. Uh, you're going to be looking at your coach going like, hey, dog, like you're holding me back. If you featured, this is money. Right. So if, if I'm coming off the bench – and I, you, you've taken, and I already had a, you know, an endorsement deal worth X, Y, and Z. How's that going to work? Talk about, they're celebrity kids. So we're we now going to put a celebrity kid in the game because he's got, you know, 2 million followers over another kid? Is the athletic director going to come down and, hey, man, we need you to push this guy because this is money. We got to deal with Samsung for him to be, you know, our, our starting guy. What's up? What's going okay, on? We're, just it. we're already committed to but him. But that's the whole point is that it all starts to be get back into a melded, blended pot and trying to separate the school from the coaching to the players. It, it becomes a, a bit of an unseemly business because while you don't have quote-unquote agents, you now have marketing agents. And you know yep. what? They're the same damn people. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.